I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. Hey folks, Dr. Joe Esposito here. I am very happy that you're here today. Today we're going to be talking about the top cancer-fighting foods. Now, if you have anyone you know who died of cancer or has cancer, chances are you do, uh, this is really an important show because it's not just for them, it's also for you. Because we want to be proactive when we talk about things like fighting all diseases, including cancer, uh, not just reactive. Because if you look at the statistics on uh, cancer treatments, they're not very good. Uh, a lot of medications are put out there, and most of them don't really extend your life when it comes to cancer. Now, they may shrink a tumor. They might relieve some symptoms. But overall, when it comes to extension of life or life expectancy, many of the drugs out there have zero uh, response when it comes to that. And the reason they're on the market is because they have some type of uh, benefit, like they'll shrink the tumor. But overall, it doesn't make you live any longer. So the best way to deal with this is going to be proactively, not reactively. Now, I'm not saying I have a cure for cancer. I'm not saying I treat cancer. I'm just saying this is what the research shows. Uh, a lot of this came off WebMD that shows these are the best foods that you can do and the foods to avoid. We're going to talk about them too. Now, if you have healthcare questions, you could always send me questions through our website, drjoe.com, drjoe.com. Little bot pops up. If you have questions, I'm happy to answer your questions. Now, what you can do is search the site first. Type in the search bar uh, whatever you're looking for, diabetes, heart disease, uh, acid reflux, uh, cancer. And chances are we've done a show or a podcast or an article or a blog on it. And you can get a lot of good information from that. And then if you still have questions, I'm happy to answer any questions you have. Uh, DrJoe.com, just send it through, um, through the bot and I'll answer it for you. Also on the website, we have over 3,000 hours of podcasts, so you can search specific topics, or you can just kind of go down a rabbit hole and spend some time. Uh, top cancer-fighting foods. There's no single food that can prevent cancer, but the right combination of foods is what we're looking at. That's what's going to make the difference. At mealtimes, you want to strike up a balance. Now, there's something called the New American Plate, and it's out from the American Institute of Cancer Research. And what they're saying is you should have two-thirds of your of your diet plant-based and no more than one-third animal proteins. Now, I have a problem with that. And the problem is that if two-thirds are great and you really want to limit your animal protein, why don't we just not eat animal protein? That's the most logical thing to do. Unfortunately, when you look at research projects that are done on animal uh, uh, foods and should we limit animal proteins, one of them I read said, well, we shouldn't limit it because people like eating animals. That was the response. That's like saying, well, we shouldn't worry about cigarettes because people like smoking cigarettes. We shouldn't worry about alcohol because people like drinking alcohol. Don't worry about driving fast because people like driving fast. I mean, I saw this and it was a peer-reviewed article and I said, you got to be kidding me. That's the rationale because we know it, it can reduce your risk of heart disease, diabetes, cancer, obesity, uh, uh, mental decline, all that by cutting out animal proteins. And this study said the only benefit, the only reason they say we shouldn't cut out is because people like it. 
So I have a real tough time with that. So when it comes to cancer and the American Institute of Cancer Research, I certainly respect them. However, I respectfully disagree that we should have one-third of our plate with animal protein when we know that animal protein is one of the things we should limit. And so why not just cut it out? If a little bit is better, less is even better still, and none is going to be the best. So fighting cancer with color, the, the color of the rainbow. Fruits and vegetables are rich in cancer-fighting ingredients, so the more color you have, the more nutrients you're going to get. So if you have green and yellow and orange and red and um, purple, these, this is how you want to start looking at your plate. Red or beige cooked meat doesn't count. Okay, we're looking at colors of the rainbow. Beige is not a color of the rainbow. Those foods can help lower your risk in another way, too, because they help maintain healthy body weight and they have a lot of fiber. And we talk about nutrients and vitamins and minerals and vitamin C and vitamin E and uh, should we take omega-3 fatty acids. But the one thing very few people ever hear about is the fiber content. Everything you eat should have fiber in it. That's a different way of looking at how to eat. If you have something on your plate that doesn't have fiber, you probably shouldn't eat it. So if you have a piece of meat on your plate, not the best choice. Dairy products, not the best choice. Ice cream, not the best choice. Fiber, fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds, absolutely. We talk about the extra weight. Carrying extra pounds increases your risk of multiple types of cancers, including colon, esophageal, and kidney. So eating a variety of fruits and vegetables, nuts, and seeds is really going to be the best. Now, if you're overweight, I used to be fat. I don't want to say overweight because that's a euphemism. I used to be fat. So when I was fat, it, I was a young child, and my goal was to be able to play uh, stickball with my cousins. And so I started drinking a lot of water. I started eating fruits and vegetables. I stayed away from the bad foods. Again, I was 10, 11 years old. I didn't know what I was doing. I just knew that these foods made you fat, so I'm not going to eat them. And it worked. And I've maintained a healthy weight the rest of my life since then. But if you want to lose weight, this is not the show for that, go to our website, drjoe.com, and just type in uh, weight loss in the search bar. And we did a real good show on weight loss, all the different techniques, what it really is. It's not about your stomach. It's about your brain and a part of your brain called the hypothalamus that makes you feel hunger and how balancing the hypothalamus helps you control your appetite. Cravings, we talk about things you can do to break cravings, uh, what to have in your house, what not to have in your house. And then we also have a 21-day uh, jumpstart program that we have on the website. Just type in 21 day, and I think it'll come up. And it's a weight loss protocol for 21 days where we really super concentrate nutrients. We get you eating the right foods. And with that, I find that you can actually reset your hypothalamus, reset the brain, and reset those cravings. And once you're able to do that, then it's a lot easier to eat better and make better decisions. So all that's on the website, drjoe.com. Let's start with breakfast. Naturally occurring folate, it's a B vitamin, and can help prevent a lot of, uh, help prevent against, not always prevent, uh, cancer such as colorectal and breast cancer. Now, you can get it from eating fruits and vegetables, melons, strawberries, oranges. So the more fruits and vegetables you eat, the more folate you're going to get, and that's going to help as part of a protocol for colon, rectum, and breast cancer. Now, I take Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source every day, and by the way, you should too, because it's the minimum supplements I suggest people start their day with. Uh, it's two powders. I take a scoop of each. I mix it with coconut milk, almond milk. You can do water if you want to. Shake it up in a jar. Drink it. Blend it with a frozen banana, some frozen berries. Uh, frozen berries are great, too, because they have other nutrients in them. But it's super high concentrated fruits and vegetables in a powder form. Prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes, complete multivitamin, omega-3 fatty acids, alkalizing the system with minerals. 
when I created it, I thought, what, what else can I put in here? That's going to be an excellent protocol for people across the board. And so I can't imagine not having super greens an essential source every day. And it's also a good source of folate. So other folate-rich foods, aside from breakfast foods, asparagus are great, beans, sunflowers, green leafy vegetables, romaine lettuce. The best way to get it is by eating fruits and vegetables. So there's so many benefits to eating fruits and vegetables. Now, this is interesting. When I did the research for this, for this, this topic, this show, I did the research and I said, okay, what foods are going to be best for cancer? Because again, I've lost my sister and a, a friend of mine and other people too, but these are people very close to me. And so I looked and I, I saw the pattern develop. And it's the same pattern I see develop every time I research a disease. It's the exact same pattern. And that pattern is more plants, less animal products. None of the foods that I can find anywhere in all the research I did for this show, None of those foods uh, could I find anywhere were alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, or artificial sweetener. In fact, those were all listed as the things not to eat. So years ago, I came up with the seven deadly sins of nutrition. If you're regular to the show, you know my, my little play on words. The seven deadly sins of nutrition are alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, and artificial sweetener. So when I look at heart disease, diabetes, cancer, constipation, obesity, ADD, um, lupus, autoimmune diseases, Nowhere in any of the research that I've done does alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, artificial sweetener show up as recommended dietary protocols. So years ago, the insight was there to say these are the ones across the board we should all cut out, cut back or cut out, at least cut back. I don't like using the excuse, well, I like it, as an excuse as to why you want to do something that's bad for your health. Liking it is not scientific evidence-based information that I can say to all my patients. I know you like it, so it's okay to do it, not when it comes to your health. So more fruits and vegetables, great sources of folate, great source of fiber, great source of phytonutrients, helps prevent, helps cancer, heart disease, diabetes, cancer, obesity, name the disease, there's going to be benefits to a plant-based diet. You want to pass up on a deli counter. And if I have time today, I I want to talk about um, how dangerous meat actually is and how one bologna sandwich. How much time in your life does one bologna sandwich take off your life? And you'll be surprised to hear it's the same as smoking two cigarettes. Pretty interesting. I'll try to get to that later on today. But you want to pass up on the, especially the processed meats, uh, bologna, ham, hot dogs. They, they, if you cut them out, you lower your risk of colorectal and stomach cancers. Also, eating meats that have been preserved by smoking and salt raises your exposure to chemicals that can affect heart disease and diabetes and cancer and everything else, the biggies. And the more meat you eat, any type of meat, you stimulate something called the MTOR pathway. Don't worry about it. It stands for something, MTOR. And the MTOR pathway is the beginning of cells becoming cancerous. Don't stimulate the MTOR pathway with fruits and vegetables, nuts, and seeds. You do stimulate it with meats, any type of meats, not just deli meats, but all meats. Tomatoes are great. Now, I'm Italian. I like my tomatoes. And uh, tomatoes have something in it called lycopene. And that's a pigment that gives tomatoes its red color. And some studies have linked eating tomatoes to reduce the risk of several types of cancer, including prostate. Studies also suggest that processed tomato products, such as sauce and and tomato paste, increase the amount of lycopene. Now, normally I say eat more raw foods, but when it comes to tomatoes, when you cook them, the lycopene becomes more active. 
So there's a pro and a con to eating raw tomatoes versus cooked tomatoes. So a simple way to do it is just mix it up. Have some of both. And I make the best uh, tomato sauce in the world, by the way. I learned it from my father, who learned it from his mother. And if you don't know what to eat, on our website, the first book I ever wrote was called Eating Right for the Health of It. And we have over 200 recipes in there. And this, the recipe for my tomato sauce is in there. So uh, it's on the website, drjoe.com. Teas are very good. I want you to drink more tea. Now, the evidence is a little spotty. It's not saying that it's going to cure cancer. But again, we're talking about things you can eat. Because the biggest question I get is, well, Dr. Joe, because people whine when they talk to me. Dr. Joe, if I can't eat alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, and artificial sweetener, what can I eat? And so this is what we're talking about today. What can you eat that has been shown to be beneficial? Now, if you go to our website and type in, so what can I eat? You have a whole hour of me yapping about breakfast, lunches, dinner, snacks, stuffing your pantry, kids, holidays, everything. And oh, by the way, on our website, we have over 3,000 hours of podcast. The cost to subscribe to all those podcasts. In fact, you don't even need a subscription because it's absolutely free. We offer all this information to you, my listeners, absolutely free, drjoe.com. And if you're a podcast junkie, just go to your podcast service and type in Dr. Joe for the health of it, and you have access to a lot of podcasts there as well. And they're all free. People keep telling me I should charge for them. Eh, I don't want to. Not yet. Maybe I will someday. But in laboratory studies, green tea has been shown to slow and prevent development of cancer such as colon, liver, breast, and prostate. Also, similar effects on lung tissue and on skin. Some longer-term studies, tea is associated with lower risk of bladder, stomach, and pancreatic cancers. More research needs to be done. I'm not saying it's a cure, but lots of herbal teas out there that you can do. Uh, I drink tea every single day. I can't imagine why you wouldn't either. Green tea seems to be the one that has the most uh, research behind it. So it does have a little caffeine, though. So if you can't do caffeine like me, I can't do green tea. Other foods that you can eat. How about grapes? Grapes, especially the purple and red ones, contain something called resveratrol. Resveratrol is a wonderful antioxidant, has anti-inflammatory properties. And in laboratory studies, it's been uh, shown to prevent the kind of damage that can trigger the cancer process in cells. So again, cells have to be damaged to mutate to become cancer cells. The resveratrol can help stop that damage from occurring. Now, it's not enough evidence to say that eating grapes is going to solve your problem uh, or treat cancer. But that being said, you shouldn't be eating grapes unless they're organic. If they're organic, they produce resveratrol. Now, why is that? Grapes produce resveratrol when they're exposed to fungus. So the grape is being attacked by a fungus, and it starts to produce resveratrol to keep itself healthy. It kills off the fungus. Well, if you eat non-organic grapes, they've been sprayed with a fungicide in most cases. And if it's sprayed with a fungicide, the grapes aren't being exposed to fungus, so they don't have to produce resveratrol. So you're losing a lot of your health benefits. So grapes are one of those foods you definitely always want to do organic. Now, you shouldn't drink wine. You think, well, Dr. Joe, I like my liquid grapes. No, not a good choice. Cancers of the mouth, the throat, the larynx, the esophagus, the liver, and the pancreas are all linked to drinking alcohol. Alcohol can also raise the risk of cancer to colon and the rectum. So you name the cancer, chances are alcohol is not good for it. Now, the American Cancer Society recommends against drinking alcohol. And they say if you do no more than two drinks a day for men, one drink a day for women, women have higher risk of breast cancer. Again, I'm going to strongly disagree with the American Cancer Society. 
you shouldn't be able to do something just because you like it when it comes to health. So I understand that they're, you know, straddle a line, as the old song goes. Um, they're straddling the line, and they're trying to keep the public happy and not scare the public off, but I'm trying to scare the public off, off eating bad foods. Uh, I don't see a reason to drink. I haven't had a drink since I was 28 years old. I had a glass of champagne. I was in Anguilla, which is a little island in, in, in the Caribbean, and I had a glass of champagne, and I felt awful. And I said, why am I doing this? I never liked drinking. I never enjoyed it. Even in high school, we'd go out drinking and I wouldn't drink. And I never liked it. And finally, I came to the realization that there's no reason why I should be drinking. Peer pressure didn't work. It tried for years and it didn't work. And then I thought, is it worth it? That was the time I, first time I ever thought that thought, is it worth it? And the answer was a resounding no. So if it's worth for you to do the drinking, absolutely drink it. But there's never a reason why it's worth it because you know you increase your risk of heart disease, diabetes, cancer, brain malfunction, Alzheimer's, speed up the aging process, obesity, liver damage, uh, kidney damage, dehydration, high blood pressure. Just because you like it is not really a good excuse to do something if your concern is to be healthy. If your concern is not to be healthy, then you can ignore what I just said. It doesn't matter. But I don't know anyone who doesn't want to be healthier. I've been in practice 38 years. Patients come to me all the time and they say, Dr. Joe, I want to be healthier. Maybe I'm not willing to do what it takes to be healthier, but I want to be healthier. So you have two options. You can either be healthy or not. Those are your choices. And it's not hard to be healthy, folks. It's so easy. And it's really extreme to be sick. Well, Dr. Joe, that's a little extreme, cutting out all your alcohol. No, I think having liver cancer is extreme. I think having fatty liver is extreme. I think being on medications that you don't need to be taking if you're eating a healthy diet is extreme. I'm not sure cutting out a beer is extreme. So cutting out the alcohol is a good idea. Now, you also, like I said, we talked about your increased risk of esophageal cancer. If you have acid reflux, heartburn, burping, gas, bloating, you are increasing your risk of esophageal cancer because the acid from the stomach can come up through the esophagus, into the diaph through the es diaphragm into the esophagus and can start to eat away at your esophagus. So if you have these things, you can take pills, and pills will certainly reduce the symptoms of heartburn. However, they don't fix the cause. The cause is the stomach pushing up against the diaphragm and coming up into the esophagus. In our office, I've trained all my doctors to do this, you can take your stomach and physically pull it back down away from the diaphragm. When you pull the stomach down away from the diaphragm, many times you can fix the cause of the esophageal cancer. So if you have a health problem, neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, headaches, numbness, tingling, car accident, uh, acid reflux, digestive issues, nutritional concerns, the best thing to do is just make an appointment to come see us. In the Atlanta area, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. My team of doctors would love the opportunity to be your team of doctors. The biggest complaint I get is, why didn't I do this sooner? Why did I suffer for so many years? I had just had a patient the other day, severe acid reflux, uh, been to all the doctors. He went to his gastroenterologist, and she said, the problem is not in your digestive system. I believe it's coming from the nerves in your spine that go to your digestive system. I want to meet this woman. This woman has the understanding of what health is all about. The woman is the doctor. And so... She, he said that she said, come see a chiropractor. He said, of course, I thought of Dr. Joe. And so he came in and I, I talked with him. And he, he hadn't eaten in six months. 
Six weeks, I'm sorry. Six weeks, just smoothies. He can't even eat. His stomach is so bad. After we treated him, he stood up, tears to his eyes. He said, my stomach doesn't hurt. That's the first time in six weeks I can actually stand up without doubling over in pain. So stop suffering. Come see us. Make an appointment, drjoe.com. Normally, the first visit is $712. What we've done for our listeners is we've reduced that to $299. That's an insane price. That's exam, x-rays, consultation, first treatment, the follow-up visit, going over your x-rays, and a complete nutrition evaluation. Now, don't come in unless you're serious about wanting to get well. I have patients come in all the time and say, Dr. Joe, I wasn't ready two years, five years, 20 years, 30, 40 years ago when I heard you first speak. I'm ready now. So if you're ready, you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, for you, your friends, and your family, drjoe.com, make an appointment, love to see you. You can call us from the website, make it, book it right online. We accept almost every insurance out there too, so my staff can give you information on that, drjoe.com. And please, if you're ever in a car accident, if the car's damaged, you're damaged, come see us immediately. Don't scam. Don't go to these scam doctors. Don't wait too long. Just come see us. We'll show you how to build an auto accident case and how to document it. DrJoe.com. Other things we can do that can help prevent cancer. Water and other fluids. You have to drink a lot of water, especially for bladder cancer. Now, you don't know what kind of cancer you're going to get until you get it. It's spinning the wheel of cancer. Dick, click, 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 click. Oh, you came up with prostate cancer, colon cancer, esophageal, thyroid. Generally speaking, there's a protocol for all of them, and that's what we're talking about today. No guarantees, no promises. This is just being proactive. Reducing your risk is what we're talking about here. Uh, we talked about fruits and vegetables. Beans are great. They contain several uh, chemicals called phyto, phytochemicals or phytonutrients that can protect your body's cells against damage that can lead to cancer. In lab studies, substances uh, and beans slow down tumor growth and prevented tumors from releasing substances that damage nearby cells. Once again, what does it go back to? The plant-based diet. DrJoe.com, type in the search bar, so what can I eat? There's your first lesson in plant-based diets. I want to talk about cruciferous vegetables, broccoli, cabbage, cucumbers, Brussels sprouts, bok choy, kale. These are excellent. They taste great, and they have components in them that may help your body defend against cancer such as colon, breast, lung, and cervical cancer. Lab research is promising. Human research studies, studies are still going on. But also cruciferous vegetables for us guys, women, you can close your ears for this. It doesn't pertain to you. We men produce something called testosterone. Well, women do too. But testosterone, as we get older, converts into estrogen. That's how men produce estrogen. They get it from converting testosterone into estrogen. Many times as we get older, we, we're producing testosterone. We're just converting it over into estrogen fast, and then it's not testosterone anymore. And there's a chemical in your body called aromatase. And aromatase converts the testosterone into estrogen. That's why women will be on what's called aromatase inhibitors because they have testosterone and we want to lower their estrogen levels because estrogen can increase cancer. And so we put women on aromatase inhibitors. We can put men on aromatase inhibitors too, but nature has an answer for that. And that would be cruciferous vegetables. Again, broccoli, cauliflower, cabbage, Brussels sprouts, bok choy, kale, we put it in super greens, an essential source, some. You still need to eat it. And then there's also something called quercetin, which we put in our nitric oxide supplement. And quercetin also acts as aromatase inhibitor to prevent testosterone from converting it to estrogen. So as a man, it's important that we take supplements like super greens and essential source. And I also recommend nitric oxide 
because it opens up your blood vessels. It increases circulation to your brain, your sex organs. But we also add the quercetin in there that acts as an aromatase inhibitor for both men and women. It's not a cure, but this is, again, preventive things you can do. So I take several supplements a day, but I certainly recommend everybody take Super Greens and Essential Source as a minimum supplement. And then I add nitric oxide as well, unless you have low blood pressure. If you have low blood pressure, don't take nitric oxide. And then, of course, I take omega-3 fatty acids. I take B-complex, adrenal support, digestive enzymes. All the supplements we talk about are on the website, drjoe.com. You can book appointments to come see us at drjoe.com. Send us questions. Great source of information, the website, drjoe.com. Hey, folks, tell your friends about the show. Book an appointment to come see us at drjoe.com. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on wsbradio.com and on the WSB Radio app.